All right, good evening and welcome to that weekend edition of your first sports show on radio. Yes, this is Talk Football Talk Sports on Empire Radio 104.5 FM. I remain yours truly, um, Jerry Afoma. You know that voice, you know that person. Now, you can always call me the J21. Sit back, relax. Um, let's just stroll together through that world of sports at this beautiful Friday evening. I'm not alone in the studio. I have with me. Uh, <laughs> Okay, let me hear you. <laughs> a personal person, um, smart saint, um, honor, yes, I'm sure Tommy is somewhere cracking his <laughs> laughing right now. Um, all right, Bishala, welcome, um, smart saint, how you doing? Uh, I'm okay, good evening, dear listeners. It's always good to be here to talk to you. Mm-hmm. So just sit down and chillax. Chillax, I like that word, chillax. Let's see if we're going to chillax. We got you guys. <laughs> Anyways, like we do on the weekend edition of the show. Uh, I'd like to appreciate everybody who's been keeping it 100 with us on Talk About Talks. But thank you all so, so much um, for always tuning in and participating with us on the show. Um, do continue to stay safe out there. I will continue to bring to you all the happenings um, in the world, the spot. I'm sure you know you can also listen to us from anywhere in the world. Just search for us on Radio Garden, Empire Radio 104.5 FM, Akure. And um, you know, just tune in, um, stay tuned tuned in to all the um, happenings and all the enjoyment that we actually do have to offer. Uh, we don't want to waste time at all today. So let's just quickly get into it. That's with other sporting action. And um, in Formula 1, New Zealand-based um, Rodin Car says its application to enter F1 has been rejected by the sports governing body. Uh, the company proposed building its cars in New Zealand and plans to reserve one of its two race seats for a female uh, driver. Andretti Global is expected to be the only bid that will, put, that will be put forward uh, by the FIA for consideration by F1. However, F1 officials are likely to turn down the American application to become an 11th team on the grid. Rodin is the majority shareholder in established feeder series operator Kalin, which runs teams in Formula 4, Formula 3, and of course in Formula 2. In tennis, uh, Cameron Nori and Dan Evans have been defeated in the first round of the China Open's men's singles. Uh, British number one Nori was beaten 4 6 6 1 6 4 by Russia's fifth seed Andrei Rublev. After uh, three year old Evans lost 6 4 6 7 6 3 to six seed Yannick Sina in Beijing. Wimbledon champion Carlos Alcaraz beat German qualifier uh, Yannick Afman 6 4 6 3 and will face Lorenzo Musetti in the last 16. Russians are uh, third seed Danny Medvedev will face Alex de Menor after he beat Tommy Paul 6 2 6 1. Stefano Sixipas was beaten 6-4-6-4 by Chile's Nicolas Jarry, while Olga Rune also progressed against Felix Olga Olasima, winning 6-4-6-4 and will battle Grigor Dimitrov in the second round. Elsewhere, four-time Grand Slam winner Iga Swatev was beaten 6-2-2-6-4-6 by 8-seed Veronika Kudometova in the quarterfinals of the Pan Pacific Open in Japan, while world number 4 Jessica Pegula defeated Daria Kazakhtina 6-1-6-love. However, at the Ningbo Open, Tunisian owns the ball will face Diana Schneider in tomorrow's final after beating Nadia Podoroska 6-3-1-6-6-2 in their semi-final. Moving on to golf, Europe made a sensational start in their quest to regain the Ryder Cup with a clean sweep of today's opening session to lead the United States 4-0. At the leaderboard reflected Europe all through the moment, Rory McIlroy hold a birdie pot on the fourth as Luke Donald's men produced the fast start he had craved and it is the first time Europe have won all four opening sessions matches. Um, John Ram and Tyrell Hatton wins was matched by Victor Hovland and Ludwig Aberg, while Shane Laurie and Seb Stracker were also victors with Rory McIlroy and Tommy Fleetwood. In boxing, Saul Canelo Alvarez says he wants to prove to Jamel Chalo just how good he is tomorrow in Las Vegas. 
Alvarez defends his undisputed super middleweight titles against Charlo, who is the undisputed light, um, who is the undisputed champion at light middleweight. Um, the 33-year-old Alvarez has 10 wins in his past 11 world title fights, but feels Charlo doubts his ability. <laughs> 33-year-old Charlo is an underdog against Alvarez and smiled as his opponent suggests he didn't believe in his skills. Charlo has just one defeat in 37 fights and describes himself as a lion, but Alvarez responded that whatever animal he has to be to beat that lion, uh, to beat that lion that Charlo is, then he is that animal. <laughs> in athletics, um, the International Olympic Committee has said hijabs will be allowed inside the athletes' village at next year's Olympic, um, despite host France banning their team members from wearing them. French Sport Minister Amelia Oudia Castera said a country's ban was to help respect principles of secularism, but the IOC has clarified that their regulation will not apply to other countries participating at Paris um, 2024. The decision by France to ban its athlete from wearing the hijab has been criticized by the United Nations Human Rights Office. And um, finally, in basketball, seven-time All-Star Damian Lillard has joined Milwaukee Bucks from Portland Trailblazers as part of a three-man trade. The 33-year-old who played his entire 11-year career to date with the Blazers will join two-time MVP Giannis Attentokupo at the box. The Blazers have selected point guard Lillard with the sixth draft pick of the 2012 NBA draft. Other deals in the trade saw guard Drew Holiday, center DeAndre Ayton, and rookie forward Tumani Kamara join the Trail Blazers, while Phoenix Suns acquired center Yusuf Nokik, guard Grayson Allen, small forward Nasir Little, and guard Keon Johnson. Trailblazer will also take box unprotected first round pick in 2029 and swap rights with them on first round picks in 2028 and 2030. Lillard named one of NBA's 75 greatest players of all time in 2021 averaged a franchise record of 32.3 points per game last season uh, which is the third highest in the NBA. The NBA regular season starts on October um, the 24th. Okay, um, should, I, should I do a wrap up or should we just go to football? Let's see. We are racing against that. We have some things we want to discuss in football, especially the cement thing. So <laughs> you've been avoiding it in the group. I want to put you on the spot. So we'll get to that one in the minute. So let's just move on to football proper. And I'm um, on the local scene, especially on the continental front. The Cup Confederations Cup second leg qualifiers. We see um, Moroccan side Bekani host um, our very own Bendel Insurance by 9 p.m. Um, tonight with the game poised at 2 2 um, from the first leg. While on Sunday by 4 p.m. Um, former champions, former MPFL champion Rivers United, and they welcome Etoile Filante from Burkina Faso uh, with that game balanced at 0 0 um, from the first leg. Let's start with the Bendel Insurance game tonight. 2 um, 2. Uh, <laughs> uh, when, I, when I check the odds on all these um, sites, <laughs> I just love that. They didn't even give them any chance at all. You know, they're giving Bendel Insurance, I think, about 7 point something odds. So it's crazy. Uh, they are giving um, this um, Bekani 1.18. That look, you can you can understand. But the game, we, I know Bendel Insurance can go there to get a draw. But my problem is just this away goal now. This um, 2 2 because these guys came back twice to draw that game 2 2. Um, now Bendel Insurance has to score at least two goals. If they play, if they win, score one goal, they win, they qualify. But if they play 1 1, those people still qualify on you know more um, away goals because mm -hmm. so they just got to go. So, do you see uh, Bendel Insurance, according to the odds against them, pulling a miracle this evening by 9 pm? <laughs> you know, for the, for the Bendel Insurance game, actually, to be told, I, I, I don't see Bendel Insurance progressing a lot. Then again, who, who knows? And I just go there and just pick that all the way. Mm -hmm. And they are the next one. But on, the, on, on paper now, on the more realistic time, uh, I. I <laughs> 
I don't even see whether she was getting it. <laughs> so these are the beginners now. So these are the beginners now. Yeah, you know when it's, it's, it's not just about playing against people of North African side now. Mm. It's the fact that even the officiating, to be told, seems to always favor these North African teams. And mm. um, mm. now they having that home advantage again, and having that two away goals now. They have a whole lot of seems like seems like a lot to yes. a lot to climb. They, they, they have a, a whole lot of advantages now to their side, and it's, it's, it's even more than an equivalent task now mm. for Bender Insurance to. It, it, it's just very hard. It's very hard, but who knows? We are just hoping. We can only hope. <laughs> from the analytical point of view, mm. I don't see them progressing much. Wow. Uh, well, okay. Let's <laughs> let, good luck to Bender Insurance. Um, of course, we will be rooting for them um, to qualify, and if they can pull that miracle, man, we will be celebrating. I personally will celebrate for them. On the, uh, me, I could like to chop life, no man. So I will celebrate <laughs> on their behalf, no man, no man. So I'm good luck to them. But then Rivers United should have enough in the tank to actually um, score that goal and progress into the group stage uh, as they play um, a 12 for Burkina Faso. The first leg was 0-0 away in Burkina Faso, and in Port Harcourt they should just, you know, just. Go about their business. You know, for for Rivers United, they all seem to be on their side. They give me all everything, but then again, over the years, I've always not been convinced by Rivers United performance at the continental stage. They tend to fumble and walk away. They have the edge. So I'm not, I won't be really surprised if they fail to get away. But mm. I think they should have enough to get that way. Mm. All right. Um, like we said, that's on Sunday, by 4 p.m. Yeah, on Sunday by 4 p.m. Rivers United play. I'm at Philante. I'm from Burkina Faso. Eh? There were some matches played um, in midweek. Um, results um, from those midweek matches played, starting with Wednesday results um, from the Italian Serie A. Goals from Noah Okafor, Fikayo Tomari, and uh, Ruben Loftus Cheeks. Um, saw AC Milan defeat Cagliari 3-1 away. Um, Empoli they claimed the narrow 1-0 win over. Um, Salanitana, um, Atalanta Edge Verona 1 0 away, Monta and Bologna battle to a goalless draw. Howard Denzel, Dolphins opener was cancelled by um, Nedim Bajrami and Domenico Berardi's um, screamer. As um, Satsuolo came from behind to stun Inter Milan 2 1 away at the San Siro. Second half goes from Matthias Vecino and Matthias um, Zaccani helped Lazio to a 2 0 home win over Torino. Um, Frosinone and Fiorentina played out a 1 1 draw. Genoa, they trashed um, Jose Mario's Roma. I have 4 1 <laughs> in their home. And um, Napoli also beat Udinese 4 1 thanks to Piotr Velisky's um, penalty. Um, goals from Victor Simen, um, um, Caracilia, and Giovanni Simeone. Um, Inter Milan has to be the stunning result from, from that midweek. Um, everything seems fine, half time, they were leading 1 0. And then Tatsulu, I think I remember saying it that um, that game is, is tricky. On, on football extract on Wednesday, that um, Satsolo always give this um, Western Brighton vibe. That you know, this team, you know, they, they won't sit back and defend. They will come out, they will play their football. Of course, it is worth to point out that Roberto De Zerbi's former team. So <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was their manager when the likes of Jeremy Boga was it was was still um, at um, Satsolo, and um, they've gone to San Siro actually in the last three years, if I'm not mistaken, to win. So this is their second win at the San Siro in the last three years. So it's not as if they've not done it before. I think they did it before. I think that one was Tuesday. I can't remember now. But I know they won at San Siro in the last three years, and they did it again in midweek. So, um, but then what does this mean for Inter Milan? In your opinion? You know, we actually cannot win without 
much into that game. Mm. At the end of the day, these teams can't go on and win. It's not as if they are going to win all the games. At home, yeah. after beating their rivals 5 1, everything jolly. I, I, you know. At the end of the day, I don't want to because, irrespective of the result, I was actually hoping for a very tight competition between AC Milan and Inter Milan, and I don't see that changing much. No, I still see a certain Juventus giving good teams the mm. one for their money this mm. season, but I'm not seeing much change that. Even with that Inter Milan, which I always expect them to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, sticking with um, 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 the um, Syria, another um, stunning result there is Roma um, getting humbled by Genoa, newly promoted Genoa 4 1 at home. And um, in the last, um, I think, the last um, five times that Roma has traveled there, they've not lost. The highest, um, the, the least result they've gotten there is a draw. And this time around, those Genoa boys, they don't have respect at all for elderly people. No regard at all. A whole Jose Mario's team. Humbled for one, and Mario was saying, <laughs> I can't remember. I was saying, um, hey, This is the worst. I don't know. He should have said a lot. He should have said a lot. He threw, he threw <laughs> shade in between. I, I, I saw the Mourinho's interview, and I was like, This man is not even, he's not even attending to, to, to the issue of on ground. You know, when, when the question was put in that this is Roma's, I think, uh, Roma's worst start in years now. He, Said that is true, but he also made the claim that it's also true. They, they got to two European finals. Ever in their history, which for me, he, he begs the question is, Mourinho still the same Mourinho we used to know? Because for a certain Mourinho using an European competition for, as an excuse now for not performing well this season, I find this somehow to be told. Mm. And for, for, for a Roman team that I've always been skeptical actually because if we are not mistaken, this should be Mourinho's third season True. at Roma. So someone can just tell me that it's still building. Mm-hmm. The building should be finalizing now and the team should be jelly. Mm. But this is the third season and they still tend not to. I, I, I don't want to I don't want to speak about Mourinho because if I speak, I will be in trouble. And um, I've said it before on the show and I think it was Daniel that was here and a couple of other people. And when I was talking about Mourinho just qualifying that Roma team for the Champions League and they brought about what he has achieved with Roma in the last year, just like what Mourinho did um, last night. Um, you know, you know, Roma has not done this. It doesn't matter if you are playing in the Champions League, this one, that one, that one. And I, I equate it to what Mauricio Sarri did with Lazio last season. She understand. I'm not saying what Mourinho has achieved with Roma is not um, impressive. It is actually very, very impressive if you look at it. But I'm just saying if at the end of this season, however we he needs to qualify this Roma team and get them playing Champions League football next season. It needs to happen. She understand because uh, whether we like it or not, whatever proof he want to prove about himself, after his spells at Man United and Tottenham, he has proved it with Roma that he's actually still a top coach and he can fight for teams. He can take the team to as far as they can go if he has the right resources. We know Roma don't really have the right resources, but he has started the season really, really poor. I really can't excuse him. And if he continues like this. Of course, we will have to drag him at the end of the. Uh, um... The truth the, the, the is, I, I look at the players who are parading and I see no reason why they shouldn't be in that top four. Because anything outside of the top four finish for Mourinho this season, irrespective of his European exploit, for me now is a failure. That's the truth. Because with the players, you can't have the likes of Renato Sanchez, the likes of Lukaku, the likes of Dibela Pellegrini, the likes of Spinazzola, all lots of them. You lots of them in that team, and you can't have a decent competition for a top four finish between the certain Juventus, the Roma, Lazio, and 
Atlanta. Let me just put those two mm. teams. I okay. want to excuse Jules Milan and Inter Milan. Inter Milan. And, and even Napoli. And Napoli. Who, yeah. At this point, they have it over other teams. But Milan should be competing with the likes of Juventus, with the likes of Atlanta and Lazio. Because this team don't even have the luxury Roma uh, is having right now. I have, I have look at these players. I've looked at what they've achieved, I've looked at their calibers and I can't help but wonder how Mourinho is getting it wrong at this point in time because he, he can't just come out and say he's just building this is not a building phase for Roma mm-hmm. and I'm sure he had that in mind yesterday before making that European tournament he admitted that the season has been below par, not what he's mm-hmm. expecting mm-hmm. he clearly admitted but then if Mourinho can't come out to, to excuse himself that this is a building phase then I see no reason why anybody else should call this a building phase for Mourinho. Mm. Well, Napoli, they, they recover from their goalless draw uh, uh, over the weekend and they won um, 4-1, um, <laughs> beating Udinese, of course, in Naples. But then, the key thing that struck out for me here is Zielinski. They had the penalty and Zielinski played it. Why have they taken Osimhen off penalty duties? Oh, we all know the incident that surrounds Osimhen. We'll get to that one before we throw the phone lines open. Actually, I have a um, story about that before we throw the phone lines open, but we'll get to that one in a minute. Um, my own is, Osimhen is their designated penalty taker before this match. And we all know what happened with the TikTok thing and all that. We'll leave that one. But now, when they had that penalty, it was, like I said, I needed more data. A lot need to happen. And the penalty incident now, Zieliski was the one that took it. That's, that's what I want to point out. Of course, fantastic result. Osimhen himself scored in that match anyway, so don't let us take anything away from him. But is it official now? They're taking the penalty duties off Osimhen and no, giving it to Zieliski. If yes, in your own opinion, is it tied to what is going on with Osimhen missing a couple of penalties no, and you know uh, the whole thing even, happening there? Even if Osimhen actually decided to give the penalty himself now personally for a certain Zielinski to play just to take pressure of himself I think they will always be boys because when situations like this happen and there are noises around the stadium and the person and the footballing world at large there will always be one or two ifs and for the penalty incident when I saw Zielinski take that penalty I was like wow something is actually not even okay in the dressing room. There, there is certainly rumbling and grumbling in the dressing room. And look at how Osimhen ignored the players just to greet his manager. And you tell them, you know that it is not all... The case can be made that they, they celebrated well on the pitch and all is well. Uh, you know, uh, Osimhen being in the team in Nigeria now, we are expecting for what's going on in the dressing room. I want to believe that typical Africa, we just have it in us. The moment we get that goal, we want to celebrate. Mm-hmm. So definitely, he's going to celebrate with this player. But I think this issue is much more than celebrating with players on the, on the pitch. After the player celebrated with him, and even the fans were chanting his name. But then, that's the fans, it's for the players. But deep down with the board in the dressing room, it's very, very obvious that something is not right. Something is not right. Okay, we'll get to the Osimhen scenario in a minute, but then let's uh, move on to results from the Spanish La Liga where a 10 man Atletico Bilbao and a tough battle to a 2 2 draw. Uh, Brian Diaz and Ocelius goals helped Real Madrid to a 2 0 home win over Las Palmas at the Benabao. Cadiz and Real Balecano played out a goalless draw. Real Sociedad edged 10 man Valencia 1 0 away at the Mestalla. Um, Granada and Real Betis shared the spoils in a 1 1 draw. Celta Vigo and Deportivo Alaves also battled to a 1 1 draw. Um, goals from Antoine Griezmann and Rodrigo Requeme in Hidalgo. 
um, saw Atletico Madrid beat Osasuna 2-0 away by Dani Pereira's opener was cancelled by Artem Dovbik and Eric Garcia's um, goals as um, Girona came from behind to um, edge Villarreal um, to on the way. Guess what? Girona, top of La Liga, 19 points. Uh, Real Madrid, second, 18 points. And the reigning champions, Barcelona, third, um, with 17 points. Your boys, Girona. Yeah, should we just go and start uh, putting money on them and uh, Girona for the title? You know, it's, it's actually safe to, to, to put your money on Girona at this point in time because what about these teams? When they are in contact, who knows? They might actually lose their form. They won't go like this for the entirety of the season. But right yeah, now, I think it's safe to actually. Now. Mm-hmm. On, on, on they, are, they are actually hot right now. Yes. They are hot right now. They, they are hot they, right they now. They seem to be getting the goals. Mm. And they, they don't care about you scoring them. They just want to outscore you. I've watched a couple of their, goals, of their games. And I see the way they play. It's not a typical uh, Spanish boy in football. Mm-hmm. You know, Spanish boy can be boring these days with these slow passes and whatever. But they seem to be playing a different kind of football. Mm. And they actually don't care about who's coming there. They just want true, to, true. They want to outscore you, and that true. has really been helping them. True, true. We know, the, we know, we know them to bring the goals. Let's go back to Real Madrid for a second. And um, Jose Lu is looking to be a very, very smart signing for them right now. And even them, um, the returning them, um, Graham Diaz, who was on loan at AC Milan, uh, and has been for a couple of seasons. And um, you know, he's taking his claim, in, he's taking his chance in the team. And um, you know, Vinicius has been out for a while. Benzema, of course, is no more there. And it's good to see this guy stepping up to help um, um, your boy Bellingham. He cannot do it alone, you know, <laughs> for Real Madrid. But then looking at this um, Madrid team and looking at these few tricks, do you think um, they can actually do enough to, you know, compete with um, the Gironas and the Barcelonas at this season? <laughs> <laughs> Why Girona? Yeah, yeah. Why my voice? Yeah, bigger, bigger, bigger. You know, for, for, for Real Madrid now, you look at their squad this season, it's surprisingly thin. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. And one thing they have working for them is the experience of their manager, Carlo Ancelotti. Now, you look at the sign when, when they made that Cesare signing. I told some of my friends that that signing is actually a short-term piece with one eye on Mbappe. You see, man, ish. Impending transfer, probably next summer. So they they got in yourself for on, on a short-term fix, and it seems to be getting the job done at this point. And for Madrid generally, one thing they always have for them is you can't take away the Ancelotti factor. Mm-hmm. So far, he's, he's still the manager at Real Madrid. They always have that fighting chance against mm-hmm. other teams to compete at the highest level, both on foreign scene and local scene. <laughs> All right, a um, quick one before we talk. Go to the EFL Cup, and um, Antoine Griezmann. What a revelation is that he has been. You know, at the point, all that moved to Barcelona, and uh, we didn't know what went wrong. But now he's looking back to his best. Um, you know, for 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 Anton Griezmann, personally, uh, I what he's done is actually commendable because because at the time he moved to Barcelona, a whole lot of players, most of them moved to Barcelona, True. and from there. Their career just went under the way that mm-hmm. the Malcolm of this world, the Coutinho, and so many of them, area of players. But for Griezmann, he has went back to his roots. And he's actually found a way to, to, to bring himself back into the fold. Into the fold. Mm-hmm. And he's doing so well for himself. So he's, help, he's helping Atletico Madrid. He's, he's helping Atletico Madrid, and mm-hmm. he, he, he's also 
putting a statement out there that see, for himself. I'm still one of the best. Yeah, yeah. Ah, Griezmann, that year, man. Griezmann <laughs> was was. Kudos to him. Kudos to him. Kudos to him. I like players that actually prove themselves over time. I'm not a fan of uh, ah because you're a big player now. You're not relaxed when you get to the top. No, you should always prove yourself. So. Um, that was something that Messi and Ronaldo had in them. They had all the reasons in the world to rest on their laurels. Um, but you see these guys, they made scoring 50 goals every season like a joke. Okay, who is scoring 50 goals now? The likes of Lewandowski, they tried to do it. But you know, these guys did it for 10 years. If I'm not mistaken, close to 15 years. Scoring 50 goals in all competition every season. Before, scoring 30 goals seems to be like the Holy Grail. 20. Yes. <laughs> Let me just say, in all competitions, let's say 30 goals seem to be the only group. But this, so that is when people that do it consistently, that is why I've even come to respect the likes of, let's say, Lewandowski's and the Salas. She understand. Um, if you know me very well, you know I'm not really a Salah person. She get I'm a Sedomani person. Yes, it <laughs> is what it is. Yes, I'm a Sedomani <laughs> person. She get But I've come to respect Mo Salah for everything he has done, especially since 2018 to now she understands how he has developed himself how he has improved himself how he has even become more of a team player she understands you know he's thinking he's not even thinking about himself alone now and he can still be selfish when he wants to be you know so you know the likes of salah those players that they are doing it because to me like i said for you to really be a really top top player as the hurricane she get you need to do it consistently for over a five-year period she get vow now take okay you are really really you know this person can play in anything Anything that Mo Salah goes to now, you know that okay, this guy will settle in, he will play. Look at Harry Kane, has gone to Bayern Munich. He can make a case that he's Bayern Munich. Where do you want him to go to before? Bologna. She <laughs> understand. Uh-huh. Look at Lewandowski, switch from Bayern to Barcelona, and he's still doing his thing. She understand like that, like that. That's just the point I'm trying to to make. But then um, let's move to results. When's the result actually? I'm from the EFL Cup. Well, um, Everton beat Aston Villa two on the way. Blackburn defeated Cardiff. I'm five two at home. Burnhamot East past Stoke City two zero at home. Um, Arsenal, the H Brentford 1 0 away. Uh, of course, Rhys Nessing have scored the goal for Arsenal. Nicholas Jackson <laughs> scored Chelsea's only goal, and of course, Chelsea's goal is only goal in September. <laughs> As Chelsea edge Brighton 1 0, Stamford Bridge, Fulham beat Norwich City 2 1. Alex Iwobi have scored the second goal for Fulham there. At West Ham, the edge Ham Lincoln City 1 0 away. Liverpool came from behind. Have to beat Leicester three one at home. Uh, Dominic Zobosly scored a, a fantastic, a, a crazy goal, a crazy goal. If you've not seen that goal, go and watch that goal. Um, Zobosly, they said it's Sobo goal. I mean, it <laughs> Sobos goal or something. I don't know. Um, uh, they, they defeated Leicester City um, at Anfield three one. Of course, Newcastle knocked out Manchester City one zero. Thanks Alexander Isaacs with the third minute. I was here on Wednesday and I spoke about the. Guardiola thing before the match and they, they said it was a joke, it was being sarcastic. And at the end of the day, I saw his post-match, thanks to you, which you said, the six minutes plus interview, post-match interview. And I can see the, I can see the pains in his eyes. That's um, Pep Guardiola now, because in as much as we don't want to make too much meaning into it, I, I understand now, I know now that maybe he was trying not to put too much pressure on himself and his team because number one, he's dealing with his own set of injuries. From his own players. Number two, of course, he knows he's not going to play the Ellen Haaland, the strongest team. She get he was going to put but and looking at what Newcastle have done this season, he, he knew he was going to have a difficult game. So maybe he was trying to make light of the situation that even if he has to play, he's recovering from his back. But like I still feel personally that is disrespect to Newcastle and he should have just said, see, we'll play there with the utmost respect that we have. 
you can see that he wanted to win that game. It was a game of two halves. First half was all of Man City. They played really well. They were bossing it. But second half, it was all Newcastle, and they rightly won the game. Um, he even said, <laughs> trust English journals now. They said the quadruple is like you, you, <laughs> you think we want to win the quadruple. <laughs> I love that. But then, um, shout out to Guardiola for everything he's done since he has been in England. But then, massive shout out to my new, my new found love. In Eddie Howe, the greatest manager of all time, knocking Guardiola out of the FA Cup. <laughs> what do you see about that? <laughs> you know, I, I remember seeing it say that. Thank God Guardiola actually played his first team players, not this supposed routine now. Mm. Because I remember saying it say that if Guardiola tried to play four, three players from the academy against that Newcastle side, they get one. Mm. But now, and even the game, even. Newcastle are also missing many of their first level actually. Mm-hmm. They, they had to bench the GPR, they had to bench, they brought in the yeah. likes of I think, I think they, 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 they changed. Is it five or six So many players, players were yeah. actually changed. So a, a, a case cannot be made for Man City alone. Alone, yes. Case can be made for both sides. And at the end of the day, Newcastle came out on top. And during the game, Nadella uh, had to be yellow carded due to you. It shows that he wanted to win the game. His emotion getting. In the way of things, yeah. And you know, I watched the the post-match interview, and I saw a whole lot of uh, what's it called now? His his, his comment were actually contradicting each other. You know, he, he started by saying uh, the the EFL Cup was never their target. Then also go on to say uh, the 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 target was to progress. Then when they get to the semi-final, they not think of they winning it. So we it is shall I go explain tire evidence boku. I watched the interview in as much as he he, he might have to downplay the, the importance the, of the tournament the of the competition. Of the, tournament, the fact that he has actually won four of the last shows that he takes the competition very serious. serious and the, because as far as I'm concerned. The, the, Saying you play your first team will always be your second team or even your youth academy mm-hmm. will always be seen a lot of managers do that in the past. Mm. But saying you you can even play yourself yeah. uh, to be honest, I've never seen an interview as disrespectful as that in my career since I've been following football. And you say the the is up there with the you know uh, what's called as, as, as a Venga failure jive. I think you are a bit too harsh on Guardiola. I think you are a bit too harsh on Guardiola. But to me, yeah, yeah, do yeah, that. yeah. Anyways, uh, well, Chelsea won, but we don't have time to talk about Chelsea. <laughs> so let's just move on a bit. But Arsenal had a very, very impressive win. And hey, hey, Ramsdale got back to go post. <laughs> so hey, d- d- we don't have time. So let's just move forward to upcoming matches this weekend. In Europe's top five league, I'm starting with the French League One. Um, where Strasbourg play Lons, um, PSG travel to Clermont Foot, um, Monaco battle Marseille, um, Rems um, face Lyon away, Le Havre host um, Leo, Nice versus um, Bray, um, Toulouse versus um, Metz, Montpellier travel to Lebron, while no, um, Rons the host um, um, Nantes. Um, Monaco, Marseille, um, Cracker, Cracker, uh, PSG away at Clermont Foot, they should, they should be winning that. So not, not not much to look forward to in the friendly one actually to be honest. But let, let, let let's wait for, for what happens results wise. They will probably analyze that on the Monday show. Let's move on to the German um, Bundesliga where Borussia Dortmund travel to Hoffenheim. Uh Bochum host of Borussia Mönchengladbach, FC Cologne plays, Stuttgart, FC Heidenheim host Union Berlin, Bayer Leverkusen, 
top of the log by Alabakuzi. Wow, top of the log by Alabakuzi. They travel to Mainz. Uh, it's Wolfsburg versus Frankfurt. Um, Darmstadt versus Werder Bremen. Freiburg versus Augsburg. And of course, the Battle of the Titans. Uh, this battle of the DMP Super Cup. <laughs> the DMP, no, the Super Cup. German, um, yeah, the winner of the German Bundesliga the Super Cup. So, have um, the um, German Cup, the DMP Cup. Uh, RB Lipstick, they host um, the champions, the reigning champions, Bayern Munich, at um, the Red Bull Arena. Um, Bayern Leverkusen away at Mainz, he expected um, Boniface to bully. But Mainz can be very, very tricky. You know, for, for, for Mainz now, Mainz tend to give this the, the 2016-2017 Bonley vibe. That's where minds have been over the years. So that game is a very tricky game for Bayern Leverkusen and the one they should take with utmost respect. But then um, the, the star one is Leipzig versus um, um, Bayern. Going into the game with um, Champions League midweek to come, uh, Bayern Munich will be having that at the back of their mind. But then they will also be looking to avenge the result of the cutting razor in Germany where they lost 3 0 to um, Leipzig. They will probably want to um, make some sort of statements win and prove that they are still the giant as far as German football is concerned. But then, mind you, RB Leipzig will want, they already have the psychological edge over them and they will be looking to, you know, dent their image further, you know, in the, in the race for the Bundesliga this season. How do you see this one playing out? You know, for, for Leipzig and Bayern Munich, what I've come to discover over the years is that when, when it comes to cup runs, Leipzig have always gotten this win over Bayern Munich. But when they play in the league, they hardly they are looking at more of the same you know, I, I don't see much changing and the fact that not just Bayern Munich will be playing in the Champions League not, let's not forget mm-hmm. Leipzig will also be playing in the Champions League True. and if it comes to having one eye on the Champions League it's obvious the Bayern Munich crowd depth is much more greater than the Leipzig game though I'm expecting a very cagey affair now but I still expect I managed to make it probably a 2-1-1-0 result. Yeah, PG Hotel with City, Anyways, moving on to the Italian today. Um, Napoli travel to Lecce. Um, AC Milan, go ahead to where we land you at the San Siro. Salanitana hosts Inter Milan. Uh, it's Bologna versus Empoli. Udinese versus Genoa. Atalanta, they also battle Juventus. While Roma will be looking for all three points as they welcome Frosinone to the Stadio Lipico um, in Rome. Um, expect Napoli to, you know, if they want to retain their title, they should be winning at Lecce. Actually, they, they, I won't be surprised if Napoli fails to win that game because I've uh, studied Napoli so far this season, they tend to be doing both cold and hot. Mm. We don't know what to actually expect from, from them. It's games like this, you actually expect them to win the draw points. And for a Leche side that they are actually surprising, they are surprisingly in good form. And before that loss to Juventus, they were up there within the top three, and I think they should be in the fifth position. It's going to be a top for tough, Napoli. Tough match for Napoli. Mm. So I will be surprised if they if they end up dropping points in the game after. Mm. Stefano Pioli versus Mauricio Sarri at the San Siro, AC Milan, Lazio. How do you see that one playing out? If there's anyone that can cause upset among the big big boys now in the Italian Serie A, it's definitely Lazio. You've seen them done this over and over Mm -hmm. in recent years. Mm -hmm. There's nothing to suggest. Otherwise. But for a certain Inter Milan team, after losing to Sassuolo during the midweek, I know they will want to. Put a, a statement out there that see 
Yeah, they are aware of Salah Tana, they, 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 yeah. they must emphatically. Yes. Emphatically. Yeah, so. But then Atlanta Juventus. That's another entertaining um, <laughs> one. We know Juventus are not as strong as uh, they are, of course, they are dealing with uh, the injured uh, bosses, the um, Vlaovic. Yeah. Uh, but Milik, Milik has stepped up. But then um, I think he has that too. He's injured again. I don't know how. how um, Depends on today's press conference, anyways. But then Atalanta seems to be gradually picking up their wings. But Atlanta too, they are that team that if the result you expect them to pick, they will not pick. The result you expect them to pick, they pick. So it promises to be an entertaining one, though. So Atlanta Juventus draw. Uh, not, not, not do actually. Actually, see Juventus taking the whole three points in that game. Oh wow! He, 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 he expected for how beautiful the player is still because they seems to know how to reduce this and outside of. That Sassuolo 4 2 trash in yeah. and we also saw Sassuolo trash in Milan at week uh, during the midweek which um, says so much about the Sassuolo team in general. Yeah. Uh, actually, believe Juventus have what it takes to actually defeat Atlanta. Mm. Uh, Roma has to beat Frosinone. They have to. Yeah. And, and, anything and, short and, of a and, win. Anything short of a win for me, I think Mourinho should be looking over his shoulders. Okay. Let, no, no, let us wait time. Until they play Frosinone, they will come back to them. Um, in the Spanish La Liga, of course, Barcelona. <laughs> they play Sevilla um, to, um, tonight. Um, Villarreal travel to Etafe, Real Velocano host Vioca. Real Madrid travel to Girona. Um, we also said that um, they face Atletico Bilbao. Maria played Granada. Deportivo Alaves um, also host Osasuna. Atletico Madrid welcome Cadiz um, to the Wanda Metropolitano. While Valencia, they travel to Real Betis. Um, Barcelona, Sevilla. Sevilla, not as strong as they used to be, but they won their last match 5 1 in the midweek. So they are full of confidence going to the Olympic Stadium. To play Barcelona, of course, Barcelona are renovating their camp now, so they are playing their home matches at the Olympic Stadium now. And they are playing Barcelona also. Um, their last match they drew two two away at Mallorca, and they'll be looking, they'll be looking to put three points on the board. So, how do you see this one playing out? The, the game promised to be, I shouldn't call it entertaining, but then it can always give that vibe to Madrid and Barca. Sevilla and Barca match, Sevilla and Barca game out. Over the years, the, the man seems to be going good. But for Sevilla, I'm always skeptical about the effect of that when it comes to play this match, they know how to play these big games. They can just see the continent and just play their rich style of play and get a couple of points away at Barcelona. Mm-hmm. But notwithstanding, I, I still believe Barcelona should be winning that game. But mm-hmm. then again, if Sevilla is Speaking of a surprise, I won't be surprised. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Girona, Real Madrid, first versus second. You know, for, for, for Girona, I'm actually tipping them to get a point mm. against Madrid tonight. Should be two because I look at the Madrid squad and the, the injury they are facing right now. I, I'm seeing Girona capitalize probably win or two. I Girona. think Girona will win. As, as, as shocking as it may sound, I see at, at worst, I, I see them getting a draw against Real Madrid. I think Girona will, will win. Anyways, um, fingers crossed. And let's go Madrid. Fingers crossed. Let's just move on to the EPL. Uh, that's the English Premier League where Aston Villa, um, they battle Brighton at Villa Park. Arsenal travel to the Vitality Stadium to play um, Bournemouth. Everton, um, they host um, Luton Town at um, Goodison Park. Uh, Man United host um, Crystal Palace um, in the remix of the AFL Cup game uh, at Old Trafford. Uh, Newcastle United, they, um, they play Burnley at St James's Park. At West Ham, at the Battle Sheffield United at London Stadium. Uh, Manchester City travel to the Molyneux um, to face um, Wolves. Um, Nottingham Forest, um, they also host Brentford 
um, Chelsea play on Monday, so we'll talk about that on the Monday show. But then the star match of the weekend is Tottenham versus Liverpool. I'm too high flying team right now, going head to head at the Tottenham Sports Stadium. H how do you see that one played out? Uh, I think uh, the, the Tottenham Liverpool game promised to be a very entertaining game with goals and actions. You know, for, for Tottenham this season, they seem to, to look like a totally different team. Mm. And for this Liverpool side, Liverpool is playing the best game I've seen in years. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. They are playing the best game I've seen in years. Mm -hmm. No DM, no problem. They, they, they've shown that they can actually get goals for different aspects of the game. They are using their squad now to their advantage. Yes. Winners can just come in and get to their goal. Jota can always get to the goal from mm. the start. Gapo is always there to get the goals, and mm. of course, we always have that Mosala mm. in the team. The, the, the X factor. Yes. Mm. And for, for Tottenham generally, I've been very, very impressed. And one thing they also have working for them is similar to that of Liverpool. Mm. No cane, no problem. They exactly. Seem to, the other guys are playing. To be everybody, up. yeah, they're stepping up. seems to be improving their game yeah. because you know, uh, there's no ability to actually come there, mm -hmm. come out and save them and you know a couple of weeks back I think last week when Michalism got his goal, son was son said he's actually happy that Michalism is getting the goal, not yes. Yes. that shows the team spirit. Yes, in that in that camp. Right yeah. Yeah. So the game promises to be a very entertaining yeah. you are not predicting who is coming out of <laughs> Yeah that Bisuma Papa Matasta uh, masterclass in that midfield and of course Madison will always be in the mix. Uh, it promises to be an interesting one actually. Sports Liverpool. Wow. I expect goals. We don't know Liverpool to sit back and they will play their their front foot football. And sports just seems to be taking it game by game, game by game, and they keep improving game by game. I'm coming away from their North London rivals, um, um Arsenal. Um, with that um two-two draw, they had to come from behind twice. They will be going into that game with all confidence that they need. And perhaps, you know, um, you know, give us a proper game of this weekend in the Premier League. We hope. Referees don't spoil it and VAR don't spoil it. That's one. Then maybe you know Liverpool too will show us how to compete with Man City for the title. Show um, not about spending 240 something days at the top of the log. I wait for you to bottle it at the end of the day. We did 28 days. We did 28 days. So you know maybe <laughs> Liverpool and maybe you know I don't want to put out them in the mix now. They, they, they've done too much damage in the past. We still have scar. We, we have not recovered from them. But you know maybe Liverpool. We know Liverpool can actually push Man City to the limit. Last day. And um, let, let, let's see what happens there. But there are also other matches. Arsenal travel to Bournemouth. Dealing, they are dealing with series of injuries. Series of injuries. Saka is not 100% um, for the match. Um, Declarise, we don't know. Um, I think Sugar posted the list of injuries in the group. And they actually have to feel sorry for them. But then, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> if we are Bournemouth, regardless, they should be winning that game. They should be winning, but then Bournemouth can also be very tricky. Team. Because they play like Barcelona against Chelsea. Not, not because they play like Barcelona. <laughs> you've seen them defeat Liverpool in, in uh, centuries. And they've shown over time that they can actually play against big boys. Mm, mm. And for an injury within Arsenal, they, I wouldn't be surprised they, if they just come to the party against this Arsenal team. But I don't see them, no less mm. I don't see them talking last night. It should be an easy 2 0 3 0 well, Man, Man United, um, Crystal Palace, Man City away at Wolves. Both Manchester clubs should get wins. They should get wins. For, for, for Manchester United, you know, the EFL Cup is a totally different game, but one thing they have on their side right now is the momentum. Mm -hmm. But they are dealing with their own injuries as well. Yes. So. They don't want the momentum to do. No left back. And the truth. <laughs> A team with no left back is called what? <laughs> <laughs> Manchester United. 
Okay. Um, I'm going to. I want to multitask now. I want to want us to talk about this Osimen thing. Then I'll throw the phone line open so whoever wants to join in can join in, and of course talk about um, the upcoming games this weekend and maybe results from the midweek. Anyways, and let's quickly get into it because we are we have um, less than 13 minutes to leave this place. Um, Napoli said that they never meant to offend or mock Victor Osimen in a social media post, uh, but stopped short of publicly apologising to him. Um, the club shared a TikTok video for Simon missing the penalty, dubbed with high-pitched voice saying, Give me penalty, please. Um, Osimen's agent has threatened legal action against the club. Uh, the um, Nigeria's Sport Minister John Enno said his country is pursuing diplomatic avenues with Italy over the incident and insisted that the Nigerian government places a priority on protecting the welfare of its athletes. So, um, guys, you can call into the show now and let's talk about this Osimen thing and, you know, um, the upcoming games this weekend. The number to call is 0702 555 Please let's try and be brief with our call as much as possible because we have limited time um, to leave this place. Hello. Hello, Mr. Jerry. Yeah. Good afternoon, Pastor Femi from Yes. Pastor, yes, your contribution, sir. I'm great, your honor, Mr. Yes. You are doing a good job. Thank you, sir. 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 Smart, sir. Let me talk about the Carabao Cup. Okay. Against and Osiris. Okay, sir. Let me fast. Okay, sir. Now, don't let you see ourselves. Cardona is not really that Carabao Cup. Okay. I assure you, everything, nothing will go to final. Okay. Premiership. Next year, do you think what do you think you should do? Hello? What do you think you should do between now and that next year? Should he stop training or oh, okay, all right? Um, <laughs> yeah, Pastor Febby from we have our next caller. Hello, please move away from your radio. Yeah, good evening, move away from your radio, please. I can hear you. Who am I speaking with? Jerry. Go ahead. Yes, go ahead. Everybody, everybody can lose penalties. Everybody can lose penalties now. Okay. 
Thank you so much. Um, I didn't really catch your name. I don't know if it's Jerry or something, but let me just put Jerry. All right, number to still call is 0702-555-1045. Um, number to send your SMS to is 0802-299-1045. Hello? Hello, good evening. Yeah, good evening, sir. How am I speaking with, please? Uh, Prince J. Prince J? Yeah. All right, your contribution, quickly. I can barely hear you, sir. I said, I really want to talk about because, you know, Please like, go ahead, sir. Yeah, uh, you know, it's a very, very big snap and a big shame on the, uh, on the nation of Nigeria. Okay. Because anybody can miss penalty. Okay. We have the likes of Peter uh, Onato, the likes of, you know, Messi missing penalty. Okay. So it's a big shame for them to go on TikTok. They said it was the admin. The admin is representing the whole club. How can the whole striker of Nigeria be diminished that factor? Thank you for calling Prince J. I appreciate um, that. Um, it was very precise and he knew what he wanted to say. Okay, <laughs> maybe we we'll just have our own take on it and just close the show. The way it's going like this. Hello? Yeah, good evening. Yeah, good evening, sir. Why am I speaking with please? This is Lennox from Akure. Lennox? Yes. Alright, your contribution, sir. Uh, sorry, I just wanted to say hi to you guys. Oh, wow. Thank you so, so, so much, sir. We really appreciate that, um, that, that comment. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Pictures. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much, Mr. Lennox. I appreciate you all the same. Okay, the number to still call is 0702 We can still take one more call. Or one and a half more call. <laughs> Whichever way. Okay, let's just do one more call. I have um, messages here. Hello? Hello. Yes, sir. Good evening, sir. Yeah, yeah good evening. Yes, sir. Jojo. Jojo. Yes, sir. Okay, your last caller, your contribution, quickly. Okay, I want to comment about the, the melodrama that is playing out in Spanish La Liga. Oh, yeah, no. It has been a while. Oh, yeah, no. The, the, the team from
in La Liga. Now they are even the sitting atop the league. What I want to say in that regard is that and uh, Barcelona should concentrate on winning the Champions League, which okay. they will eventually win if they do everything right. Okay. Um, and Real Madrid should go for Copa del Rey. Okay. Girona will win La Liga. Okay. And then Atletico Madrid will drop to um, Europa League. Either Atletico or Sevilla will drop the other if, if, if only dreams can come true. <laughs> if only wishes, <laughs> wishes are for children. If only dreams can come true. Please, oh yeah, go ahead. Finish, finish up, finish up. <laughs> you know, ultimately, I don't know why we Nigerians are always emotional, so serious. Okay. Ultimately, it's not just like every other player. Okay. We've seen most of the of these great players more. Okay. Okay, now that we must separately. Okay. So and I didn't want that our sport minister or oh, oh, eh, no. The Nigerian or taking it so personal, even to the point of triggering triggering uh, diplomatic um uh, options. Okay. He shouldn't be up to that. Okay. The guy okay. needs to now say that is very sad. He Have you seen the statement released by Napoli? Have you seen that okay. statement? That is not an apology. Which dies? They, they, they are not doing great at all. Bro. So they needed every opportunity that okay. comes their way. Okay. So the question is, if Sotiran actually made those comments, he gave me to now this. Yes, he made. So he has to be mocked for it. Uh, and he also said, uh, as the coconut is, all those things, what he said. Really? Has he come out to the night ever to make him such comments? Really? Wow. Well, what the last call to have on the show today? That is our last caller for the day. I'm sorry, guys. I can't. I cannot pick this call. So let me just because we have very limited time, we have to leave this place. Okay. Um, this message, Timothy from Mister Kitty, MPFL is starting. Um, that's true. Over the weekend, yes, it's starting tomorrow. Yes, MPFL is starting tomorrow. Uh, until kickoff, I can't believe until kickoff because I don't trust MPFL anymore. If Mourinho is tired of coaching. If you talk, I know anything can lose anything. That the Bada 4 1 loss to Genoa is actually frustrating after match the 7. If the 6 16, um, it's not a good one for Roma. Guardiola thinks he's not the king of England, but we will be there. Um, this is why I don't like Inter Milan. How can Tassolo come from behind to beat you at home? Um, he continues by saying, Thank God Chelsea will not play this weekend. They are playing on Monday. I will surely enjoy this weekend because Chelsea are not playing tomorrow. EPL. Game of the week is Tottenham versus Liverpool and Tottenham scores first. Liverpool will find it difficult to do their 3-1 magic because Tottenham have been playing good football this season. If Girona betrayal Madrid or get something like a point, I will start taking them more serious. I will also start watching their game. I hope Sevilla do the thing against Barcelona tonight or maybe um, one or something like uh, an upset. Okay, um, good evening, good job. Leipzig beat Bayern home and away in the league and also in the German Cup. They may do the same this weekend. Even though they have Man City to play in the Champions League. Yinka from Ondo City. Yinka, thank you. Um, all I can say about this Ozima problem is no matter anything, you should wait until next. Um, because almost everything, including me, know Ozima because of Napoli. And if you do it by force, it might affect him. You should be calm with his decision. Okay, Timothy again. Uh, make Napoli fans not allow Nigerians catch them because them go collect what they want to praise from Akure. I think that's about all the messages we have. I'm sorry I can't pick this call. So, um, Saints, let's um, just wrap up. Get your thoughts in on your ultimate thing and let's leave here. Um, we said the ultimate thing on Wednesday and I said we needed more data. Apparently, the data came from the game that was played that day, from the penalty taken away from him and that statement that was issued that, as far as I'm concerned, is not an apology. If you are Victor Simen, what would you do? No. <laughs> 
if, if I'm a singer right now, please be told, uh, I'm going to play for that problem, but okay, that's the truth, because you look at the old scenario and how they release the, the video now, which they did not even come to say anything about it for three good days. They had to say something because his agent has threatened to take a legal, legal action. action. And from their statement, they were not feeling remorseful. Mm -hmm. They just feel like they had to say something and they just dropped that statement. That a lot of people are worried that, um, you know, a cement should not over, it should not be too rash. Um, they are making too much of it. Uh, no, the, uh, it as a player, I cannot afford not to play for three months. No, the truth uh, is, over know. the years, we've seen a whole, a whole host of players afford not to play for. We saw Suarez go to Baka after the 2014 World Cup. He didn't play for, I think, seven months, I think. Yes. He didn't play for seven months and his stock never immediately came back. He won the top scorer in the Spanish La Liga. So we've seen Tevez go on a six month break during the Mancini era at Man City. He came back firing on all leader. So at the end of the day, it boils down to the mentality of this player. But personally, for me, I feel Osimen should be sending a statement there. You know, if it has been done by the fans, it will have been understandable. But What's your, your club? Own, your own employee now to do employer. that to you. Your own employer, sorry, through that you say so much about about Napoli as, as, a, as a football and, club. And he, he, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Osimhen just decide because one thing is certain: if he's taking the legal action now, he will be frozen out of the team. Of course, and he can as well as freeze himself out of the team. But at this point in time, I, I if he gets frozen out of the team, his price drops. And it makes the club that wants to buy him in January. Yes, and because are, you have to sell him. Because he can actually make a case that you are not playing me. We, 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 we have issues in court. We, we this we, relationship is not ten, we, is untenable. Let everybody go their separate ways. Yes. How his stock dropped from so, 70 to Yes. 70 AC Milan, uh, Napoli were quoting 150. Now, if they see 100, they collect. And I'm sure clubs out there will gladly pay 100 million for Osimhen. Because, come on, Ivatoni is not playing right now. You can see clubs queuing up for him in January. So, this thing boils down to the players' mentality. It's not because, oh, it's even good. It's even good for a stock to drop. Exactly. Because it won't be short of suit or spare. Exactly. That's the truth. The only thing I feel will affect Osimhen is the Nations Cup is in January, and maybe he has not played football. But then I know Osimhen is a natural goal scorer. He can train away from the team. He can train uh, with other teams. Because as it is now, Napoli have not protected him at all. At all. And, and the fact that they have refused the, to come out to apologize for that inappropriate issue behavior the, is sad. The issue with Osimhen personally is if he can. Go on and go about his normal day-to-day -day business. It's also good, but on, on a longer run, it will actually be bad, be bad for him. But because now you know how Italian fans can be. Now he's not having it bad. He has just lost a penalty, and the club is taking this jive at him. Mm. Now imagine him having a poor run of form, and the fans decide to take the man to. If he's not talking now, then what happens then? Mm. Imagine, like imagine they get to the Champions League final and he misses the penalty. What happens to him? What? That, that, that's what people are not looking at. So I think for those thinking, Osimhen should just go about his daily business and just play football. It will send a very wrong signal out there now. Mm. Not just to us, because we as Nigerians, we can be very emotional and sentimental about our players. But over the years, I've come to see like of Vinicius Juniors, the whole of Palutelli, Javier Tevez, where that's Vinicius Juniors happened, he was like, uh, he should know, or I don't know, he was saying something, I can't remember exactly what. And Eventually, he was forced to apologize because when the Brazilian national team came and they, they supported Vinicius, these are things that can be done for us. Come on, how can your club not protect you like that? And that thing because is not what, an apology. What, what, what they've done is they, 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 they've put Osman out there for the fans 
to feast on. Yes, and the world is watching. And the world is watching. They want to see. Osimen's reaction is. They want to see Osimen's reaction. So if Osimen is. If you cannot fight for yourself, why should the world fight for you? If he's acting as if nothing is happening right now, then I think he's putting himself in a greater danger. Exactly. Because whatever happens, this sets the tone for whatever happens in the future, actually, because. If I am a seaman, the first step, the first thing I will do is to start from court first. I will tell my agent to file that because I was like I was waiting for more data, and the data is here. Number one, that penalty, so I'm no more the designated penalty taker. I don't want to think unless Osima himself says okay. But they said they've spoken with the manager. The manager came out to say uh, everything is all fine. But this so is this is a one, lot. One thing people have actually tend to notice is the way the manager talked about the OE today. He wasn't even impressed. You know, he had to admit that the club was wrong. But then he started with Oximen. I know he can't say a whole lot of things of course, because of, of course, his position, of but course. From, from his statement, from his press conference, it's actually very easy to deduce that even he, as a manager, is not impressed with mm. his name. Mm. Anyways, have good luck to, to Oximen. No good luck to Napoli. Because on this one, I'm picking side. I'm with Oximen on this one. And I hope he, I hope he does the needful because if he, if he, if he, if he cannot defend himself and fight for himself, then why should the world stand up and fight for you? So it starts with him. I don't know what he wants to do. If he's worried about not playing or not, he can always train away from the team and train at the highest level with other teams. You can go to you can, if it's about being under contract. There are holes in contract. Todd Bully has shown that there are holes in contract. Sure, you get just get yourself a very good lawyer and look for holes in that contract. Because as it is now, you can say that this is for you to delete all their pictures on your Instagram account. That means it's it, it is, it is affecting you psychologically, one way or the other. So the position is untenable. And once you are not happy, you're out of the players' union. Why are they not coming to defend him? When the Lukaku thing happened, at least you could see Inter Milan come out defend Lukaku. Not just Inter Milan. Sure, Juventus come out defend Juventus. We saw players so, so, coming out so, so, and to actually back him up. So, if exactly, he should, he should, he himself should start. Then let's see what God the world is watching and let's see what happens from there. Anyways, sign up. Let's leave this place away. We talk too much. Uh, it's always good to be here for the weekend edition of the Talk Football Talk Sports, and definitely be here again on Monday mm -hmm. to 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 go to another ride in the world of sports. But for now, uh, at least now they can just enjoy their weekend and enjoy the games all right um, that's why we can take this lovely evening thanks to everybody for tuning in and from the listeners to the callers and everybody that sent us messages thank you guys so so much i'd like to thank smart saints uh mr Posse himself uh, <laughs> for coming through and making it um an interesting one today thanks um have a lovely weekend as well um join us again on monday for the banter edition yes by then results was coming we will know how far maybe crystal palace will beat my Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, join us again for the battle edition of Talk Football Talk Sports on Monday. We are located at Empire Building Number One in Pejola, Arowolo Streets, behind BJ Philly Station. In Oshikoti, layout just sent to the former career on those states. So kindly reach out to us for your adverts, sponsorship, promotions on Empire Radio One Zero Four. I'm dot five FM, where you be guaranteed. I'm nothing but first class service on radio. God bless you all. Stay safe out there. Have a fantastic weekend ahead. Um, this is Jerry from the Jade Wonder, and I'm signing out.